Hello everybody and welcome to Popcorn Saga. I am Varys and joining me in the realm is my two little birds, Tiff and James. How are you? <laughs> First accent. First accent. That's pretty good. That pretty is quality. That's, that's quality. pretty good. Yeah. Have you seen my cock? <laughs> Nobody's seen your cock. <laughs> right. Episode five, The Wolf and the Lion. Uh, originally aired in May 15th, 2011. Can you believe it? Ew. Long right. time Nine ago. years ago. Crazy. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember how I Girl, varies. please do. Please try. <laughs> no, no, don't. I can't. Thank you, seriously. In the sense, news of Daenerys' alliance with the Dothraki. Right, so the plot, yeah. So Robert orders a preemptive strike. Uh, Tyrion helps Caitlin but receives a cold reception at the Eyrie. And Sansa is charmed by dashing Soloris Tyrell, aka the Knight of the Bumholes. Yeah. Arya overhears a plot against her father. Right. So let's start off in the Vale. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 good. Little, that's good. That's more little finger. The Vale. Yeah, that's good. No, that's good. Sansa. Uh, Sansa. Tyrion has his. Blindfold removed because who attacked? What reasons in turn? But I say no, it's well, that some people, it's like some fucking like wildlings kind of thing, isn't they? Yeah, yeah the hill, hill tribes. tribes. Yeah, they're like yeah. the the people in. Who are the people uh, who are not the in? Hill, um, yeah, the hill tribes. Yeah, mm. yeah, and this that was it. That's the note bit I noted. Tyrion convinces her to take he. Uh, take his handcuffs off basically and Tyrion like kills one of the dudes like, stabs him in the yeah, head or brutal something. that was good mm. I enjoyed that crushing his head in with a fucking with, uh, what, is, what is it a uh, shield we just smash yeah, it that's the end of his shield into his fu- yeah. and the way it squelches when it hits him just oh that was good that was great mm. yeah that is yeah so Tyrion can handle himself a little and bit. that was a cool moment as well because when before just before they get attacked and um He's unblind. Uh, they unblindfold him, and he is. They have that little chat, and he's like, "I'm starting to make sense. He's like, why would I do that? Why would I give? Why would I attack your son? And you know, and arm the attacker with my own blade? Uh, who does that? Yeah, exactly. So you can kind of see like Cat, like her. Um, she's starting to doubt it. She's starting to sort of question herself, which is cool. She's starting to realise she's a bit dumb. Yeah. Yeah, she started to realise she's fucked up. And then but then again, she doesn't stop as well at the same time. She just carries on with her stupid little plot to carry on to get him killed. Or at least get him into the thing. So I I don't know about that. She kinda like did at the beginning and then completely forgot about it the rest of the episode. That was kind of frustrating. Okay. So yeah, in the high hall of the Eerie, uh, I quite like the Eerie. It's some say impenetrable. It's just on the top of this big fuck off mountain range, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge. It's like on this huge, like, precipice type thing. Yeah. Precipice? Uh, <laughs> big word. <laughs> well, oh. I was expecting precipice. I'm going to have to look up this word now. Oh, precipice. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I serve the realm. Come and touch my precipice. <laughs> a very steep rock face or cliff, especially a tall one. That is a good word. Well very done. Thank you very much. That is thank good. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Thank you for listening to Popcorn Saga. <laughs> <laughs> repeat, repeat. <laughs> uh, so, Lisa Aaron, uh, Catelyn's sister, isn't happy that she's brought Tyrion there. And is is her little boy 
Robin sucking on her boob in this one, or does he want yeah. her boob? Yeah. Little Ross Geller. Because there's more of this in episode six, isn't there? Isn't it yeah, constantly it's... whenever he's on the, the screen, he's just sucking on her tit? Yeah, pretty bitty. much. Pretty it's much. Bitty. Bitty, bitty. right into all, not, like the not last Not bitty episodes. now, bitty later. Bitty later. Are we allowed to talk about Little Britain? Didn't that get banned? Oh, yeah, but, but that's it. I don't know. Well, they did it first. Yeah, we can still reference it. Plus, <laughs> uh, it's she, a beloved British TV program. She orders him to the Sky Cells, which is pretty cool. Um, who's the guy that takes him there? What's his name? Oh, yeah. Or do we not see him until the next episode? No, um, we see him because she says introduce him to, and that, yeah. and then she says his name, but I can't remember it. But oh. he's in it more in episode six, so we can talk about that because he was really funny. Yeah, he is. Right, so then that's Tyrion has been in prison. That's where we leave the little man. In the north. Bran is angry about his mother's uh, absence. And Master Lewin tries to set his mind at rest about the matter. Uh, Bran's getting frustrated, but Lewin suggests he could learn how to use a short bow, which is like the Dothraki. So he gets excited about that. That's, That's what I wanted, man. I wanted Bran on horseback. Have we spoke about this already? No, I don't think so. Because yeah, that's it. Bran, this is another. Bran is um learning all the the common sayings of the houses, yeah. and the Lannister one isn't. And Lannister always pays its debts. It's no, a, it's actually hear me roar. Yeah, because of the lion. I did not know that. It's just a well-known saying that they pay their debts. It's just yeah, the, they, the way they conduct themselves. They I love think. to say in this series. They love like just pushing the sayings of all the houses. Don't they? Mm. Yeah, but that's Bran's gloomily watching Theon shooting his arrows, and Leon, Le, Master Lewin tells him he can do it if Tyrion's saddle actually works. And mm-hmm. Bran gets excited because he could be like a Dothraki, but it's not going to happen, is it? No. No, but no. I get what you're saying. That would have been sick to, to have seen that. There was so him. much. I know it's not about me, but there was so much I wanted Bran to do. I wanted to ride horseback as a Dothraki soldier and walk into a dragon and burn motherfuckers but <laughs> something interesting would have been lovely it's, it's not my story it's not about me anyway <laughs> so that's it for the north i'm going to go now <laughs> uh right inkin's landing ah that's it lord Eddard stark arrives at tawny and speaks to barristan selmy and again sort of like getting over look barristan selmy is this an awesome fighter they really plug this shit don't they yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so Hugh of the Vale, does he get killed by the mountain? Is that him? Uh, is he of the Vale? Yeah, no, he's. Isn't he? Didn't he become Lord of the Knight of somewhere else? And that's why he's. Oh no! Or did he? I don't. Really, oh, I really can't fucking remember this episode. No, so. yeah, Eddard is suspicious of Sir Hugh's death. How yeah. he could afford a new set of armor. So oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, Barristan reflects on the Aronim of being on opposite sides of the war during Robert's Rebellion. Now they're working together. That's when they sort of start like loving each other off. Oh, yeah. Is it, that's the bit where the, his, his armor doesn't fit, isn't it? That's that bit. Is that a bit where it's yeah, yeah. before that, isn't it? That's the next Squires. bit. Yeah, that's oh, the okay. Bit. okay. He tells Ned that Robert's planning to joust in the tournament, and Ned is, finds Robert tormenting his squire, Lancel Lannister. Yeah. 
Robert is adamant about fighting, but Ned tells him he's too fat for his armor, <laughs> and the knights would let him win. So do you not find the hands joke funny, boy? <laughs> he's just a little bitch boy. Whatever. I love can, the way he it? fucks with people. Just, it's just yeah. great. It is funny, but I hate it when people do that. Yeah, in real life, I think that's, that's really me. Oh, yeah, in real life, if you do that, you're a bell end. Yeah. 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 It's, like, it's like granddad humour. Yeah, it is. And I don't like it, but, uh, yeah, it watching him do when... it is funny. Yeah. <laughs> Plus he's a banister, we don't like them, so. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. And everything Robert does in season one is just fucking awesome. He's so funny. He is. Mm. No, it's really the best part of season one. But that's, what well, he's very strong in it, but that's just because it's the only series he's in, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, he's frustrated that he can't do it, so him and Ned are going to watch it from the stands. So the first fight is Gregor Clegane, the mountain, mm. and the popular knight of the flowers, Soloris Terrell. He gives his flower to Sansa. Uh, this is funny, this little wager, that little finger, and... Oh, yeah. So they have a bet that... the. Littlefinger has his money on the mountain. Skybet have got him six to four on. And <laughs> he basically grimaces that he lost his bet and Renly's like laughing. And Renly mm. tells Littlefinger it's a pity he could have done with having a friend. And then Littlefinger says, uh, Renly be having his friend. Yeah. <laughs> Indicating Laura. So he knows you're a bumder. So he, yeah. Little, Littlefinger wins again. He's just racking up the win, wins, man. And I think this is the first time we find out as an audience that that, that you know they've they've got a thing, the Lord of the or Knight of the Flowers, Knight of the Flowers. Really? Is that after he shaved it? No, this is before. Okay, that's just before because yeah. then the mountain gets the ump, and I suppose we'll save it for the gory bit. He's mm. not very he's not very nice to his horse, and then we get Clegane Bowl Part One. <laughs> oh, this is sick. So. Yeah, Clegane, Clegane jumps in the way and they exchange blows for several moments before the king orders them to stop. Uh, the hound stops immediately and kneels and the mountain just fucks off in anger. But yeah, <laughs> the Clegane bolts, he's in it early doors. Mm. That was cool, wasn't it? Ding, ding, ding. Hound mountain, Clegane bowl. I think the, the build-up for Clegane Gog definitely kind of comes later on. You don't really know what they're doing earlier on and what the, what the characters are. You don't really get the rivalry the same way that you do in, like, 6, 7. Yeah, yeah, but then we know the story about the fire and, like... Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, there's you, obviously yeah. tension oh, yeah. between we, them. We didn't know it was leading to that, I guess, but it is pretty awesome. Mm. Ooh, Eddard and Varys. Is that what's next? Let's talk about that next. Fuck it. So, <laughs> I was chasing a cat through the castle... And she finds the skulls of the Targaryen dragons, which is awesome. Yeah. And they're absolutely massive. Mm. So cool. She hears people approaching and she hides behind Balerion the Dread, I think. And it's Varys and Master Illyrio, or Magister Illyrio, of Pentos. Um, Varys says he's found one of the bastards, so they have an interesting little chat. And Aya overhears it and she escapes. So Aya's already spying on people. He's the dude that uh, Daenerys and uh, her brother were staying with, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the one who gets snuck in down the bottom. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. 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 So, yeah, that's that. 
And in the red keep, yep, it says Varys meets Eddard and tells him the king's fall will soon be dead unless Ned can save him. Varys tells him he needs to be sure Ned can be trusted. And he calls Ned an honourable and true man, maybe the only one in the city. He also <laughs> confirms that John Aaron was assassinated with the tears of Lys. So yeah, even now Varys sort of comes into play in a big way, doesn't he? Yeah, because he's, he's trying to, you know, I wish uh, Ned would just listen to him, basically, because he's trying to say, look, you know, you've got to be careful about this stuff. I haven't, I, I've been here, because Ned says to him, I've been here for a month and you're only telling me this now. And he's like, yeah, I wanted to know I could trust you. Um, you know, and he says, you know, the king is a fool. And he's like, he's your friend, but he's a fool. Like, he's, you know, just listen to the man. He's talking sense. But yeah, no, it was a cool moment. I liked it. I liked that little conversation. Yeah, and the conversation that I overhear is Varys says that soon the lion and the wolf will be at each other's throats, so all is going according to plan. So after mm. that, we get one of the best conversations of the series so far, I think, where he varies finds Littlefinger, and Varys reveals that he knows about Littlefinger's in assistance in Eddard's investigation. Reminds Littlefinger of the consequences that may befall him should the Lannisters discover his involvement. Uh, in response, Littlefinger reveals he already knows about Varys having met with both Eddard and Illyrio today, implying he knows Varys' allegiances across the narrow sea. Uh, <laughs> their conversation is interrupted by Renly, who informs them there will be a small council meeting. So yeah, they're just having a big dick off, really, aren't they? <laughs> Can he have a big dick off? Uh, uh, oh, no, no, they can't. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst analysis ever. <laughs> Little finger versus a eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> Having a front bum off, I don't know. It's like Ken. <laughs> I just try to imagine that scene from Dogma where he's just tapping on where he's meant to have a cock. <laughs> anybody seen that film? Oh. Uh, oh, it's, a, it's a good moment, though. It was yeah. probably like the it best moment of the whole just um, both episode. Up. Yeah, yeah. And he gets one up, doesn't he? Because he's at the end, he's just like, he has when, to. Yeah, when Renly does like call him in or whatever, and he's like, oh, count for me or whatever. But at the moment, these two are the biggest puppet masters so far. They're pulling all the strings. Yeah. They know I everything. Know, I think we can't see the other strings that are being pulled as well here. They're the only ones that we can see the tree, but she's obviously working in the background. Uh, uh, what is it? That's Cersei. You can see yeah. that she's pulling strings as well. She's probably the biggest. Oh, yeah. But well, we don't know that yet, but no, yeah, we, we can't see it on screen yet. But we know that she's doing stuff in the background because obviously what they're doing is being brought about 100% by whatever she's doing. And that obviously, she's he's a risk here, so yeah, I, I think we're seeing that the ultimate master is Cersei and they're just playing catch up. Oh, yeah, I suppose they're just sort of seeing that Cersei's gonna win and just want to be on the winning side, yeah, they're just trying Basically. to look out for the best interest. I think they covered that all the way from well, all the way throughout Game of Thrones, especially yeah, but in the early seasons, everyone's looking out for number one. And Varys mm. has got his eye on across the narrow sea, yeah, just see how that goes, okay. Then, so they do have the small council meeting, and King Robert says that Daenerys is pregnant and her son will have claim to the Iron Throne. And he wants them both dead. But Ed is a noble man and says he will not do it. Um, but Renly, Littlefinger and Varys all concur Daenerys must die for the good of the realm. <laughs> King Robert orders Ned to enact the order, but he refuses. And he resigns his hand of the king. 
to Robert's utter disbelief and fury. So, yep, yeah, take your fucking pin badge. I am off, you fat bastard. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what I said to James at this bit? I said he's the only one who could say that to Rob and still have a head, which yeah. I loved as well, because he's just like, no, you know, I've done enough for you. I followed you into two wars. I'm not, I, I'm done. I'm not going to murder a, basically a child, which is what Daenerys did, is, you know. So, no, I liked it. It was good. Yeah, man. Um, so Eddard orders the Starks to start packing up. Littlefinger arrives and offers to take Ned to the last place during Aaron went before he fell ill. Crazy. Uh, Soloris and Lord Renly will save that for poor and Goran. Hide up. Um, <laughs> and Cersei and Robert share a drink and discuss the Targaryen threat. Surprisingly, Cersei takes Eddard's side, pointing out that Dothraki cannot cross the narrow sea. Is this the scene where she asked Robert if he ever loved her? Yeah, if 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 there was ever a chance for us, and he was like, "No, yeah, no." Do you know what? It's probably the first time I've sort of felt bad for Cersei in a way because I'm like, you know what? Because like she says in that conversation, she's like, you know, I could have been happy. Like there could have been, there was a time where she she could have fallen in love with him, but it just was it was just never going to happen. And it's sad. I like, Yeah. yeah. Well, she was probably still boning her brother at the time, but well, yeah, but she showed, <laughs> she showed a bit of vulnerability for Robert, didn't she? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Robert's got his sights set on doing away with Daenerys, basically. So Littlefinger brings Eddard to the last place giant Aaron went before falling ill, which is a brothel, <laughs> and does. Ned meets another one of Robert's bastards. It's a baby girl from a blonde whore. <laughs> and she's a bit naive. She's actually like, wants Robert to like come back and live with her and stuff. And you're like, um, yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're going to be I right, think she's maybe. got an idealistic yeah. version of what was meant to happen after that. Because you think, especially back in those, well, I say back in those times, in this version of, of history, it's very old-timey in the fact that you have a child with somebody, you get together with them, but then you make a, a family out of that kind of thing, which, uh, which he, as you say, is very naive from her with the king. Yeah, and he could he probably promised her all of that, you know, in his drunk... He doesn't need to, he's got enough coin, he doesn't need to say day. shit, he just throw the coin at him and they split the legs, that's how it works, you're the king, mate. Yeah, but he, I can imagine Rob saying all of that spiel, do you know what I mean? I mean... No, no mentions of Blackberry Jam. I was just going to say, like, think back to the Blackberry Jam. Yeah, I think his vocabulary is limited, oh. so can I taste it? Does it taste like? Imagine if she was, like, feeding the kid a jar of Blackberry Jam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. That would have been meta beyond belief. That would have been fucking great. Um, the next thumbnail has got to be Robert Braffin holding some strawberry jam. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm standing outside of a brothel or something. <laughs> <laughs> What's a famous jam maker? Oh, my God. Um, I don't know. Oh, oh, the actual jam jar with Robert's face on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He could be no. He could be like piled up in shelves in the shopping centre. That'd be funny. Yeah, King yeah he's Robert... got his own blackberry jam distribution company. <laughs> King Robert's blackberry jam. Yes. <laughs> okay. Right. So no more jam. Leaving the brothel. Ah, uh, this is the main event of the episode. Uh, Eddard and Jory, accompanied by a. Oh, sorry, and two guards that accompanied them are confronted by the Lannister roadmen, led by Sir Jamie Lannister, because Jamie's heard of Tyrion's arrests and he wants his brother back. 
This was pretty awesome, wasn't it? it was. Yeah, this is probably yeah. like one of the best scenes in the whole episode. Yeah. So Ned, kind of wish we'd have more of it. Kind of, yeah. especially because we don't see Ned proper proper go for it. Ned versus any... Jamie is kind of like. It's a wet dream for it's, me. Anyway, it's, it's Brett versus Sean, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's main event material, and you, you, it, 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 again, it just kind of leads to. It's another plot device as well, more than anything else. It just keeps the story moving along. Whereas this, this singular moment would have been really good if that, like, on rewatch anyway, if that fleshes out a bit more. And I think, as much as Jamie does always sort of look out for Tyrion, I don't disbelieve that motive. But I think he's been looking for an excuse to fight Ned. Oh yeah, yeah. And this is it, and he wants it, and that's why he gets fucked off when his guard stabs Ned in the back of the leg. Yeah, Jake, no, and Jake... it's an insult to his honor as well. Like you were one on one in, it, like he didn't need to then have anybody jump in. If he needed help, he would have asked for it. That's the whole thing of him as as a as a guard of what is he? Is he guard of the king or whatever they're called. The King's Guard. Yeah, the King's Guard, sorry. The King's Guard. <laughs> because he's the King's Guard, he has honour in how he does it because he jousts and he does all the fighting tournaments as well. So it's just a big slap in the face to Jamie more than anything else by that guard doing it. Yeah, but as they're fighting, Jamie is getting worried because he's like, oh shit, Ned's yeah. very good. Like, but he's already had a little bit of um, chats before and he said, I don't want my enemies to know what I can do. And that's yeah. also, yeah. maybe the re- like, obviously everyone's been bigging up their skills apart from Ned so we know Jamie's good we know Selmy's mm. good so when Ned does this it's like oh shit Ned's good yeah yeah I think that's another reason why that guard did it because he probably he may have thought you know Jamie's not going to win this I need to help him but yeah there is no honor in that no. um and if Jamie was going to lose he should have lost fair and square mm. but yeah we'll never know I guess we'll never know Okay, so yeah, um, one of Ned's guards dies, but we'll save that for porn, gore, and sausages. <laughs> so Jamie departs with Ed, got a spear in his leg and no guards left, telling Ned he wants his brother back. So that's episode five, wolves, lions, which is wardrobes, the wolf and the lion. <laughs> There's no wardrobes in it. Just a realm. Um, and it- <laughs> Anything you want to add, guys, or should we save it for your bits? Uh, yeah, no, I can't think of Yeah, no. Okay, so. so let's go on to porn, gore, and ho door. Ho door. Right, okay, so porn first of porn. all. Porn. Um, so we get. Um, Theon Greyjoy having some fun with Roz. Go on, Roz. Roz absolutely yeah. loves it. I like Roz. I know yeah. we don't see that much of her, but yeah, there's something about her. I just, I just like her. Um, I think she comes back. I think you, yeah, I think, I think she does. You know, like future I think series. She does. Probably. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah. So they're banging or whatever, and then they have a funny little conversation where he's asking like, what Tyrion's like in bed, or like, what, what's like his dick like? I've always wondered. <laughs> Which was quite funny, um, and then yeah, mentioned. Uh, no, we didn't mention this earlier, or did we? Um, so then we have what's his name, Renly? Is it Renly? Renly, Renly, Renly yeah, yeah, yeah. Baratheon um, with the Knight of the Flowers, um, yep. and they, we have our first little gay scene um, where he gives him a blowy, which is. Just, <laughs> You know, how else am I going to describe it? But no, we don't... 
He shaves well, his chest as well for him, didn't he? Well, yeah, no, yeah, he shaves all his of his hair. hair. All of his yeah. hair, yeah, he shaves under his armpits because, um, and then Renly, yeah, it's quite funny because Renly's like, if you want me to, like, why do you want me to look like a child? You know what I mean? But he's like, no, I just like you hairless. It's all, I don't know. Oh, but anyway, smooth. smooth. Um, so yeah, he's giving him a blow. You don't actually see it, but the sound effects are there. So yeah. I'm gonna say about that. Do you reckon they do use the uh, sound effects with the Ross Skiller sucking on his mum's tit? Hey? Do you reckon they use the same sounds? Because nah, nah there was no sound effect when when he was um oh, wasn't on there? his mum's tit, but there was like okay. a when he pulled away, there was like a, <laughs> the delatching like, moment. <laughs> there was yeah, the, yeah, there was there was like a bit of like milk, which was oh anyway. I can um, imagine like someone's got their pet dog, dog on set and they just record him licking the water out the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. And just Basically, use that. Yeah. Just use that for all suction scenes. Anyway, carry on. Anyway, yeah. So that that's actually it for the porn. Um, now the gore. Um, so it, yeah. So going back to the tournament with um the mountain, and he wow. lose when. So when he loses, now he look now. Lord of the Flowers actually. Kind of che- is it cheating? I don't know. Yeah, he cheats. Yeah, he, he, he cheats because his his mare or his is it mare? Yeah, she's he's... in. Is she in heat? I feel like he's got the stag and she's got the mare. Sorry, and Mountain's got the mare. Oh, okay. Well, whichever. So one of them's in heat, which is which then throws off the mountain's horse, um, which is why he loses. Oh, because it's like trying to make. Because it's trying to yeah. It's, it's yeah, you know, as soon as they go, he's in next to him. The 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 horse just starts acting up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah. So he loses, and he does not take that very well, and he slices the horse's head off. Yeah, and he doesn't even do it with the first slice, does he? No, he doesn't. No, he, he, just, he like, doesn't even go all the way through. It's like, it's like it's like a nearly headless horse. Like he goes like, almost, <laughs> almost through, all though. the way through. Yeah, you can. And it, yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. You don't. I mean, let's face it. All the porn and gore in this show is always fantastically done um and yeah it's hard to watch i remember like, when we what when we watched it and i just because i completely forgotten that bit and when he just swings down and the horse's head just like nearly comes off and there's blood everywhere and oh yeah but it's nice i think the point of doing this as well i think i've said it before it, it nine times out of ten it's all relevant i mean there's yeah. there's a bit coming in episode seven which isn't but I mean, yeah, it's all to show you a side of a character or to further the story. Like Renly with his boyfriend, oh, the king's brother's gay, oh, controversy, or whatever. You know, it all means something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and plus, it does mean like it to show how strong he is because yeah, the mountains are fucking sore losing nutter. Exactly, exactly. Like he doesn't give it, and he doesn't give a shit. He will just he doesn't <laughs> care who or what in is in his way. He'll take its fucking head off. So that was cool. Um, and then Tyrion, we mentioned this earlier. James mentioned this earlier with the shield. Um, he yeah. just fucking jabs that guy in the face repeatedly. Um, and again, the sound effects and the blood, and yeah, it was it was great. And it's cool to see Tyrion actually stick it to someone. I don't think we've seen him kill anyone before. That's his first kill. He says That's that. his first kill. So yeah, that was cool. Um, and then in also in that fight when. Uh, uh, God, I can't remember his name. I call him Jerome because he's Robson, Robson and Jerome. But what's his what's his name in this? Bron. Bron. We uh we see Bron slice two throats, which I thought was quite cool. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, he probably had one of the best lines of the episode as well, where he's like, "You need a woman, nothing like a woman after a fight." <laughs> yeah. Oh no, the fair line. No, what was it? When they're going up to the veil? No, when he's like, um, "What is it? Oh, it's like, yeah. really impossible to pre- penetrate." Oh, give me fucking the climbing ropes and I'll impregnate the bitch. Yeah, I love him. I just love him. He's great. Oh, he's His character stays the same as well. I, yeah. I, I still like seeing him on screen, whereas there's some yeah. people that are kind of yeah, kind of frustrating to see. But yeah, you see him. Yeah, he's and funny. you love him the whole way through as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's that. Um. And then yeah, next bit of gore is is the fight with. Ned and Jamie and everybody. So, you like the first kill? They just because he says, "Um, take him alive." Jamie says, "Take him alive, kill his men." And you just see him throw the spear through like his two guards. It just goes right through his gut, which was just I wasn't expecting that. Um, and then yeah, they're all fighting or whatever. But then Jamie, um, kills the dude that he was at war with. I didn't like that. He stabbed him in the eye, didn't he? He stabbed him in the eye. He gets the blade he and he goes right through it. But he doesn't die, interestingly no. enough, which yeah, which is a bit unrealistic because obviously it goes straight into his brain. So he would just die instantly. That no, the way you, don't, you can miss the brain. If you go straight through the eye socket, you would just go out the back of the skull. It just depends on which you... Yeah, uh, it's plausible. That's all I'd say. Are you sure he's not dead? I'm sure he's dead. I feel like he comes back and he's got one eye. I'm no, sure. no, no, he is no, he's dead, but yes. he just didn't die straight away. Like the blade oh, goes okay. in, okay. and he's like, and he's like making, like, he's struggling, obviously, and he's still breathing and stuff. But to, but to I'm, me, I'm struggling a bit here, mate. I got I'm a, struggling a bit. Walk it off, walk it off, mate. I've got a sword in um, my brain. Can't come into work today. Yeah, but like, yeah, it just made me think of like, I was like, oh, Jamie. But again, like you say, it's it's for a reason, and we've already seen him push a ten year old out a window and fuck his sister, so we know he's not. But we the still greatest like guy. We still, we like still him. love. What oh, does that I love about us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's that's it actually for the porn and gore. Yeah, the the blade through the eye, and obviously the spear through um, uh, Ned's leg. Uh, but that's not. I mean, nothing major really. A bit of blood and that, but and it looks like he really like that. Really fucking hurts him. Quality acting from from Sean Bean there. Because he, like, the way he shakes when, like, because he obviously, he falls to his knees when the spear goes through his leg. Mm. Um, and the way he's shaking and he's sweating and it's just, it's just, it was excellent. It was so good. Um, but, yeah, that's it. So, what's my rating? What's my hodors? Hodor. <laughs> um, let's give it a three. Yeah, let's give it a three. Cool, man. Cool, man. So you're good. Your broth- your brothel shut now. Yeah, my brothel shut now. Yeah, yeah. Right, right um, <laughs> let's go see that that pesky one-eyed raven. God damn it! I'm going to go now. Right, what you got for us, Hammers? Yeah, he's at Everton now, isn't he? Sorry, I've got to deal with that so much more regularly. Yep. Um. I don't know, really. I, again, I wasn't really prepared with the rant coming into it, but that's more my fault for anything not preparing for the episode. So I'm already too sure what I want to go on about. I mean, the, the only glaring issues for me that kind of are frustrating for me as a viewer are 
the mistakes that people have made and will make or, or are making currently. You see that obviously they're going on about how Daenerys is, you know, rising on the other side of the world with the Dothraki with an army and all this stuff. And you fucking kill her when you killed her dad. Why didn't you kill the pair of them? Why are they still alive? Uh, somebody smuggled them out. I can't remember who, but okay. we'll find that out. Well, yeah, but you've also been keeping tabs on them for God knows how long. You, you've got to kill it. Kill her. Why isn't she already dead? Because they weren't a threat. They'll always be a threat. As you said, like the Targaryens, they'll always be a Targaryen will be a threat to the realm because they have a stake to the, the to the mantle. They have a stake to the throne. So I think it was very short-sighted of him not to kill them much younger. Maybe they've only become aware of them recently. Yeah, there's potential. I think we probably have to look into it. But yeah, it is a frustrating part for me. Anyway, look only into it, just to say that he wasn't that well prepared. But it helps with the story and it, it keeps everything moving in the direction that he okay. went. Yeah, I so. suppose it, it keeps Danny connected to Westeros a little bit, even though yeah, it ties it to to the center. No, but that is is this that the only time really when Robert's there when he's trying to kill her and stuff? Is there any more links to Westeros apart from her wanting to get there? Um, I know there's no really. when when the dragons start growing and stuff like that. Mm. It, it, I suppose they start mentioning that, but the fact that she's across the sea that never seems to bother anyone. Ah, she's all right. She well, yeah. Got, she ain't got a boat. Yeah, it's kind of like they take her for granted. And as you say, it's the mistakes then, it's back in oh, my point, to the, it's mistakes that people are going to keep making as well. Like yeah. It's kind of like the, you're building these characters up to be, at least anyway, to well, Rob took no shit he took. He fought a war that he wasn't meant to win. He won a war that he wasn't necessarily meant to win because obviously Jamie then took out his biggest threat. So he kind of lucked out with where he is. And it just shows that he, he's still getting lucky because he is lazy and he does leave things. As good as a character as he is, he, he could have helped himself. Yeah, he's a flawed, massively flawed king, isn't he? Yeah, massively he's flawed king. king. And he contributes to his own downfall more than anything else because it's his wife that makes it happen. He's a glutton for punishment. Same with Cersei. Yeah, because she does the exact same thing as well because she said, I could have been happy in their little chat as I was ever a chance for you. You could have fucked off years ago. You obviously had an ulterior motive there, which is you wanted to be queen. Which is the whole point. So everybody's again. It points out that everybody's looking out for number one, and then the fact that Ned is such an idiot in this episode as well. He could have left quite easily, have left, and he didn't. He actually goes to leave in this episode, and yeah. then a little figure just comes in and just parks the seat in his brain yeah, again. Oh yeah, come and have, have have a look. Oh, no, so stupid! Like he literally like pack up the girls. Could have just gone. Yeah, we're straight. leaving, and then yeah, it takes leaving. one word from Littlefinger, and he's like, "Oh, all right then." Yeah, on a fucking mission that he don't even give a shit no more. Like, he was on that mission in the first place because he was Hand of the King and because he was looking into what happened. As soon as he hands that pin back, he is the Lord of Winterfell and he needs to fuck off back north. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it, horrible mistakes being made by characters. But as you say, it points us to where we need to go. It helps the plot develop to the way that it needs to be developed to time with the books and stuff like that, I suppose, more than anything else. But yeah, those are frustrating things for me. So that's the only thing I really rant about today. Well, considering you weren't prepared, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, um, okay, then. So let's do MVPs and popcorn. Popcorn. Polios. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's my time turn to go first. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. So we do MVP first, don't we? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How long we've been doing this shit? <laughs> <laughs> we make it up as we go along every time. We know this. 
Right, so my MVP is quite easy this week. It varies. I feel like he just bursts onto the scene, but not bursts. He's, he's so glamorous the way he walks around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, I don't know, he seems like he's got a lot of power, a lot of pull, a lot of birds, a lot of lot of strings. Um, yeah, varies. I think he's, he's put himself on the board in quite a big way. He's moving cool. some some pieces in a good way mm. so yeah that's my tiff Wait. um ah uh, it's difficult because there's actually quite there's like a few that um i'm gonna go varies as well um i wasn't but talking about him in this episode um yeah i'm gonna go varies as well because he is he's just so Everything he he's just so clever, and I love someone who's just so like they're calculated and he's clever and he knows what he's doing, and he's trying to help Ned, but you know that's an, another story because Ned's just a dick. Um, and I loved like the the no dick off um between him and uh, <laughs> him and a uh, little finger. So yeah, yeah, varies. He's great. Okay. Um. I'm still going to oppose you, just because Varys was good, and, and he, he I liked his role in it. I like Littlefinger more in places. Uh, I thought he was better while they were doing the jousting. I thought he was very good in the yeah. chamber. When he was, what was his comeback? He's like, you fucking ugly bird. You rust strap on a right. No, 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 you slit the bitch's throat. Like, yeah, I liked him more. So, yeah, I'm going to go oppose, but I, I like Littlefinger the best. That's cool, man. Yeah, man. Had to be one of them too. That conversation yeah. is just they have a few more, but it's brilliant. So yeah, but because it's two to one varies is the MVP. Oh, thank you so much for my MVP. Uh, <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna give this uh a seven. I think it was good. And what pushed it up to a seven? Is the end bit with Jamie and Ned, which I think is awesome, and I wanted more of it. So, seven popcorns from me. Season one's good, man. Yeah, it's, 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 I do, I want to binge it. So, it yeah, is I need, good. I can start watching it again now. I need to watch episode eight. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Um, what am I going to give it? I'm going to give it a seven as well. It is, it's a good episode. Um, I found it hard to pick an MVP. There was just loads of good moments with loads of good characters in it. And yeah, the bit with Jamie, I love that. There's just something about Jamie. I don't know what it is. But he's but... a very complex character, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he's just so he, commanding. He does his <clears throat> fucked up things, but he's cool. He has got a slight bit of honour. He's, yeah, he's a very complex carbon-based uh, fictional organism. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. yes, he is on a precipice. No, yeah, um, on a precipice. But uh, yeah, no, he's yeah. I just love that bit, and yeah, just oh. every time he's on screen, I just can't. I just I'm fixated by him. So yeah, I'm Rob, gonna give Rob, it a seven. Rob's blackberry jam can be called precipice blackberry jam. Yeah, <gasps> yeah. Yes. yeah, that's yeah. good. Multi layered. All right, go on, James. <laughs> uh, so popcorn rating. I'm going a bit different again, but I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna be the same way all over, every series, every episode, pretty much. I'm gonna be slightly different. Expect nothing less. Yeah. Um, 5.5 okay, cool. it's 5.5 it's halfway between okay not quite worth a watch it's good in places it's 
really not it's really pointless in other places this whole Tyrion thing is kind of more annoying than anything else because next episode he's just out of it anyway <laughs> uh, and like the same thing with other like it's it's, it's good but ultimately it means dickle uh, to to use the word of the episode no dick is what this episode is just kind of just <laughs> no <boring>. dick <laughs> no dick off <laughs> yeah it's a no dick off there's nothing interesting about it uh, it's kind of okay right. but yeah so that falls on like a 6.5 and mm. for the purpose of ranking them all at the end it's 19.5 out of 30 pa 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 the sixth episode of the first season of Game of Thrones. Awesome. So that is next time on Popcorn Saga. Cool. You excited for episode six? Yeah, yeah. there'll be some interesting parts in that. Definitely, I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Just the, the title alone just gets you ready yeah. for it. I know what's coming, and it's like, ah! Bit soon, though. That's my only thing is I kind of like to like Save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. Yeah. Okay, then. Thank you for joining me, James and Tiff. I'm off to eat some blackberry jam. See you next time. <laughs> and I'm off to the veil to climb the precipice and impregnate the bitch. Bye! <laughs> I can't stop that. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh so there it is. Another episode rewatched by popcorn saga i hope you enjoyed the show if you do the best way to pass the pod is to tell a friend about it uh, i appreciate everyone that's downloaded so far everyone in the us and every other country it is awesome follow us on socials popcorn saga sorry popcorn underscore saga at instagram i get that one right uh, the popcorn saga on facebook and twitter just search us search us in your podcast app popcorn saga Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next time in the realm. Ha, 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 ha.